Have you ever learned how to try to learn how to play guitar? No. Okay. The, most people now. The flute. There's a ton. Oh, jeez. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton of. There's a ton of people. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking, and I really appreciate that about you. <laughs> so does everybody out there. <laughs> no, it would have been better if I had said the clarinet. Oh, I thought it was a flute. <laughs> it was a clarinet. No, it was a flute. Okay. It would have been funnier. I mean, visually. No, it, pretty much the flute was funny because that's exactly what I think the instrument was. How you doing today, Ann? And I'll say hi to everybody else first. But let's ask how you're doing first. I'm doing well. I gotta shake this up a little bit. All right. Oh my god. I know that's so irritating. I'm not gonna drink it though. You, can, you can have that, and I can't have just water. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to because it sounds. I gotta you tell you something. Have ice? It's the most irritating thing. I don't care what you're doing. I have a workout thing that I basically uh, stream. Every once in a while, he'll drink water. And I'm like going. And he's like, it's just. I don't know. It's something gross about it. So we're. And it irritated me when we did it on our virginal versions of our podcast. We were just drinking ice water. I'm like, okay, note to self. Not always. No, not always drinking. No, no drinking. Well, I was, no. <laughs> no, you were not. <laughs> did, have some margar- did have some margaritas every <laughs> once in a while. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Travel Insiders. You never did answer me how you're doing. I'm doing the... News. I just did, too. I said I'm doing pretty well. Doing good? Yeah. I'm just more intrigued about why you have hair on your face. I don't know. I just... Been I mean, kind you of know like, I've always liked it. Yeah. Well... It's just bored, lazy. Kind of. I mean, just shits and giggles. Ask every girl who doesn't shave. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Gets My wife off. doesn't like it at all. I will just share this last yeah, thing. Yeah, I've always liked it. No, and it's because I was I was really close to her last night. She was sitting in bed watching TV, and I looked over, and she's like, stop, you're freaking me out. Because I don't really ever do facial hair. And this is only like four days where, like, you know I grew up quick for being yeah. a guy that doesn't look pretty. I got that Scottish ancestry, which yeah. means heavy beard. Yeah. And uh, My dad has a pretty heavy beard. He's she, never had a problem. She didn't like how much salt was in the salt and pepper. There's not a lot of pepper left in this, so anyway. Oh, but that's what I like. What's it's funny like is that you saw me this wise. summer. I came back from California, and I was yeah. super tan. <laughs> and this, I looked... Like yeah. Santa Claus that made it look really white. I don't know why we're talking about my beard so no, much. I I like, it's I not even a beard. I just haven't shaved for a few I years. I like the salt and pepper. Well, I appreciate it. It makes you look smarter than you really are. <sighs> really? That makes, makes me feel less professional. I'm just kidding. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I've never was really been a beard a shaver? guy. Like oh, this? yeah, always. Did you get that from your dad? Yeah. I shaved seven days a week. My dad was a shaver. It still is. Episode 68. I don't like my old lady hairs. Oh, good God. Uh, yeah, this one's going to be a lot, Mark, because this is a Mark thing. Well, it, it is and it's not. I don't think so. You've heard this so much uh-huh. that it may not be. But we're going to talk about the learning curve. Yeah. It is something that I do a lot in training, have been for over a decade. Mm-hmm. This is not my stuff. I'll no. qualify that. This yeah. is common knowledge. I don't remember who did the learning curve, um, but I've used it and I've tweaked it. I've made it mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to give credit. I wish I could give credit where credit's due, sure but I can't because I don't know who did it. 
But most people think of a learning curve as this, you know. Bell. Yeah, kind of. This is actually opposite. Now, I don't have the technology to do it kind of a. It isn't. It isn't because I see how you've broken it down on here. But mm-hmm. what I, the way that I would describe it visually, since we don't have a prop. Right. Is a bell curve in a square. Correct. And I'll try to use my hands for that sort of yeah. thing. And, and a square creates, maybe a window is a better term. And then each pane, which you're calling quadrants, I'm sure. seeing, represents a different So if you're looking at the learning curve, if our audience is looking at the learning curve, it goes like this. Yeah. There's quadrant one, mark, two, really? three, four. Well, I'm just saying from, from their case, <laughs> right to left. Yeah. And this is where you're starting out. And right. this is the first quadrant. This is the second quadrant. We move up here. Third yeah. quadrant. Fourth quadrant. Right. I guess so the first visualize a window pane with a bell in the yep. middle. The first thing I want to talk about is the fact that there be, this applies to everything. It really and truly does. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if you're learning how to bake, cook, play a guitar, mm-hmm. um, learn a sport, <laughs> you name it. Learn a new role at work. Correct, especially at work. I don't care if in our in our situation it could be um, being being a recruiter. Mm-hmm. The people that are listening and watching. And it could have a lot to do with being a traveler, right? And that's yeah. kind of what I want to do this for is really try to do my best to, to get away from what we always did. And that was talk about recruiting and how to become a better recruiter right. or become a recruiter in general. This is a life thing. Well, to move it into travel nursing sure. and or travel allied, being a travel allied professional, because that's there is a curve to that. And we are doing our best to try to There's eliminate all kinds of curves. Curves if you've just gotten started, curves when you just get to an assignment. You, you name it, right? Curves all over. Correct. <laughs> curves everywhere, right? No, not, not going there. Curvy. Nope, not going there. Not going there. This episode's so going to be curvy. So really hear this. This really does apply to everything. In, in, in life, not too many people jump into something, even if you're great at it. It doesn't matter the, the shape of your curve or how it works. I want people to understand that you have to get through this learning curve. Yeah. It doesn't just happen naturally. You don't just go cruising through, which is, by the way, the tendency of most people. <laughs> he has to make his introduction. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? Don't get him more. I know. The, the tendency <laughs> is for people to want to jump through a learning curve. Yes. Avoid it at all costs. He now has a like I'm Like I'm learning how to, you know, train a puppy. I kind of thought you would have known that by now. I kind of do. In this case, you kind of let him go. He's doing laps around yes. the crew and our. They're getting out of his way, and they keep running on the camera. It's pretty funny. So, who knows? Okay, are we done, bud? Sorry for everyone listening. All right, so I want I want to get back into this. So let's jump right okay. into this. This is something that the tendency is to want to get through it quickly. That's what we all do. Again, I don't Avoid care if you're learning. suffering of the. Just in general, in. just in general. I don't care if you want to, if you, let's just say you want to learn how to paint. Let's use that. Okay. People just want to be a great paint painter. A no, I'm talking about a, a paint. Is this going to be one of those days? <laughs> when you're just making things. <sighs> if you want to be a great painter, a lot of people say, well, I just want to do this fast. It's just a tendency. Paint by numbers. Whatever it is. Yeah. Right? So it's difficult. Cooking, you know, there's stuff we're going to talk about that literally happens to everyone to greater and lesser degrees. Okay, so let's kind of again, I want to try to see if I can have this episode really move a lot toward being a traveler. Yeah. So let's pretend everyone out there has never traveled before. Great. 
And that's how we're going to kind of go through this exercise, okay. which will be different, be different for you, and we'll kind of move forward. So quadrant number one, the first phase, it is, you know, I call this, and it, I don't call this, it's called the forming phase. Yeah. You have an opinion of what things are going to look and be like. Mm-hmm. And for those folks out there that haven't traveled before, you might be looking and reading things on social media. Yeah. You might be talking to a traveler that's been you're at your facility. research. Absolutely. And you're hearing... Lots of different opinions. Hearing good and bad and all different kinds of stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. So you have no, re- but the fact is you don't really know. You have no clue. And you know this, by the way. You don't really know what it's going to be like. No, you don't. And I think for most people, when they start a learning curve of anything like that, they, they kind of understand mm-hmm. that they don't really know what it's going to be like. They have impressions. But until you've jumped in and done it, yep. you don't really have a clue, right? Do you think that's the scariest phase, getting started? Nope. Yeah. Tell me when we get there. I don't. Okay. It's actually one of the most exciting phases. You're like, okay, I'm going to jump into this. And again, they usually it's about the money or it's about the, the lifestyle, about the location. And I love that because that's why we have so many people entering into travel. One of right. those, typically one of those three options, right? right? Yep. But this, this forming phase, again, is one of those things where you, here's what I always say. You don't know what you don't know. No. And I want people to really hear that. You have no clue what's coming. Which means you're ignorant as to what you do and don't know. Some people might well, they might think that they know, but the fact is, you really don't until you've experienced. And that's the one thing I want people to really hear. You can say what you want, but until you experience something, it's like that whole phrase of putting yourself in someone else's shoes. That's you can do that all day long, but until you've actually walked in their shoes, in this case, become an actual traveler, given up your permanent gig potentially, or decided you're taking this plunge, and now you are actually starting, you're, you're beginning with the process of, of researching companies or where you want to go or right. learning the, you know, well, listening to this. Well, I've compared it to being a parent. Okay. You know, you don't know. You, oh, I see. You, you may have, your brother may have had babies before you or your best friend or right. your whatever, but you have no idea what you are about to get into. And that's exactly the way this is. And again, yeah. guys, this is the same thing with anything. It you know, is. you have an opinion of what yeah. it is and then there you go. Right. So you just, you're walking into it blind. Yeah. And this is where, you know, you ask me, is it going to be the hardest place? No, a scary place? No, it's not. Scary. It's scary. I don't, I think for some people it's exciting for others. For others, it's not anything at I all. I think it's both. I've said that before. It's like starting college, going away from home for the first time. Well, you're excited, but you're terrified. This is where I'm going to give the advice, and I don't think many people do this. This is where I say, you know, it's a lot of training. For anything else, it's training and practicing, right? When I first learned how to play guitar, this is the phase where you just got to forget about what you think and just go in and start doing what you're being told to do. Yeah. In other words, I call it, you know, we'll say travel nursing and travel allied for dummies. And I don't mean to offend anyone out there, but that's the way you want to approach this, that you got to say, I'm going to get rid of my opinions and I'm going to jump right in. Yep. I'm going to jump right in as if I do not know anything about this and I want to be a sponge. That's the advice I'm going to give. And I think that's what few people actually do. Mm -hmm. And I wish they would. So if you guys know someone who's thinking about becoming a traveler, let them listen to this episode because I think it'll help them to get through this process. because what I'm currently experiencing this. You are. One of the things we're going to talk a lot about today is going to be the painful and necessary process. And this whole thing is a painful sometimes, but very necessary process. Very necessary. So, I don't, again, I don't mean to offend someone by saying it's something for dummies, but I don't care if, you, if, if, if I could start over learning how to play guitar, I would pick up one of those books if they had one that says, Guitar Chords for Dummies. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be that dummy because I'm going to pretend I don't, I'm going to get rid of my opinions Again, I'm trying to help people get through the curve as fast as possible. Right. And I'm going to focus on, you know, again, training and or practicing. The bad news for travelers is there really isn't a lot of training. No. I, well, 
I mean, there is. I mean, to be a traveler. Yeah, no, yeah, to get started, yeah. Mm -hmm. To be a traveler. No, no. There is. You could consider us training. I I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, that was our goal. I think there's a bunch of little things that you can do, but there's really no place to take a course. No. To be a traveler. Isn't that what you call it? But someone will try to figure it out, and they will will figure out how to, (laughs) yes, it is. And they will figure out how to to monetize and optimize, and for their own personal benefit, how to become a traveler. Stay away from that stuff unless people are ripping us completely off. (laughs) We're doing it for free. Yeah. Um, The fact is that this is a great, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, a really good start to becoming a better traveler. I think your peers and other travelers certainly are. I think all... Travelers that you work with as... A perm at your staff job. Those travelers can teach you a lot. Oh, yeah. I think all avenues yeah. are good as long as all avenues, including ours, aren't taken as sacred and the only opinion exactly. on stuff, at right? At the end of the day, you still have to understand that you're going in this blind. Well, and again, like I keep saying, you're going to have to go through this process regardless. You're yeah. going to have to realize that you don't know what you don't know, which means basically you don't know shit about but, but being a traveler. Insecure. It's a very insecure feeling, especially, right. you know. But it's Sorry. okay. It that's okay. that's the that is the forming phase, and this yeah. is the phase that you absolutely have to go through. Right. You have to begin somewhere, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, when I wanted to play guitar, I'll I'll use that as an example. It was like, okay, I had an opinion of what I th- you know thought it would be. I had an opinion about playing guitar in bars and having fun and listening, to, you know, doing that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know how hard it would be to get there. I didn't really know what I didn't know. I knew I'd heard some things. It's hard. It makes your fingers hurt. Some people give up. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't know if I'd have the talent for it. I didn't know if my mechanics and things like that would work. You knew he had a voice. Yeah, but I didn't know if I could do the two together. Oh, right? Okay. Sure, I could sing in a car. And I, I was in a band in high school where I had played, didn't play an instrument, and I was a singer for a band. <laughs> for one time, Battle of the Bands or whatever. I was thinking about I that today. I really thought about that, but I could see where that would be a little... I bet it is hard to sing and play at the same time. Well, my advice on a side note for everyone that wants to learn how to play an instrument and sing, you've got to do both instantly at the very beginning. I told my daughter's roommate, who I just saw last week last yeah. week out in California, uh-huh. she had a Telecaster on her bed, and I'm like, oh. She's like, well, I want to sing, but I want to learn this stuff. I said, don't. Do them both at the same time. Otherwise, you'll yeah. never be able to nice. sing. It's hard to do that. So anyway, all right, so that's pretty much the basis for quadro number. There's not a lot to talk about there except for, again, my advice, if you guys didn't hear, was to really almost dumbify yourself and please take the, the advice that I really need to learn everything. I've got to get rid of what my expectations are and what my thoughts are and pretend to myself, even if I don't think that I'm ignorant, that I, that I don't know anything about this. I would also say don't let this phase scare you from ever starting. No, I agree. Yeah. But again, okay, going back to learning how to cook, I mean, the same kind of things apply. If you want to take a cooking course is, from a professional. It's a lot less scary to learn how to cook than to take the plunge and take a travel. Maybe, it. for some people. Some people it's not. But even in that situation, I would tell people, Pretend like you don't know anything and listen to the people that you're paying or that you're, you know, the yeah. money you've spent and anything like that. I'm telling you, you'll get to learn cook faster on anything if you get rid of your own ego, get yeah. rid of your own thoughts, and get rid of your own opinions. Correct. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Quadrant number two, the second quadrant right above it, um, mm-hmm. is what's called the storming phase. This is when you've been doing this for a little while. You're getting started, in our case. Maybe you've started you know, working with a number of agencies, or maybe you're on your first assignment, or maybe you're about ready to take your first assignment. This is where you go, wow, I don't know what I thought I knew. In other words, exactly. you, don't, you actually know what you don't know. You start, it starts to become apparent to you yeah. that you don't know 
as we've said in other episodes, shit from Shinola. <laughs> or there's a lot more to this than I thought is kind of the typical response is, I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that way with anything. And let's mm-hmm. go again with being a traveler. Yep. There will be a point when you start, or if you haven't, and all those you guys that are listening to me, go back and think about it. Yeah, there was a point where you went, wow, I didn't realize how yeah. maybe difficult it was to work with this many companies or to get the I job I wanted. Seen. Credentialing, holy yeah. crap. Right. Or just being out there. Right. All I thought about was the money, maybe the, the location, the lifestyle, How the freedom, my family. whatever it is. There's yeah. there's a point in being a traveler where you go, holy crap. Right. I now know how much I don't know about something I thought I knew a lot about. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So this is the phase, in my opinion, that is the most scary. Oh. Because it hits you in the face that this is going to be harder than I thought it was going to be. And I think everything is harder than you think it's going to be. Even if you have a natural talent for something, mm-hmm. it, it's, it is more difficult to be really good at something than I think most of us think. Right. Everything. I don't care if it's being a great husband or wife or raising kids yeah. or being a traveler or playing a guitar. There's a point in all of this curve, what, no matter what you're doing, you go, wow, I'm a little <laughs> over my head. When you're five days in with a newborn infant first time around, <laughs> you're oh like, my gosh. what the fuck am I doing? Why <laughs> did I do this? I will never forget my wife and I strapping little Hope in the back of our, of a car seat. And I mean, I'm telling you, she looked like a doll. She was like, the car seat was tiny, but it looked like, I mean, I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. The, the buckle <laughs> was like, like yeah, the buckle was wider than her body. And I'm driving home like this. Like probably 10 miles an hour, you know, probably being more dangerous than being normal. But I was so petrified of bringing that little thing home. Where's my mom? Can you come over? No, I don't. Well, her folks, I don't remember that as much as I do remember how scared I was to leave that sanctity of that facility, that hospital. I I was like, it wasn't, I I don't remember being home. It was Uh literally the driving home that I will never forget in my life. You know, she's got her arms all out. That's all that. She's like worse. this big, you know, and when you see me, you just... Uh. I think the first time with each of them, I literally sat in the back seat with them. I don't think my wife did. I, I think I think not stand you. the head thing. That was before <laughs> they had those little head things that held up yeah, their heads. Yeah, I think we had those. I'm much younger than you, so you know, things have changed a lot in childbearing years. Yeah, I was terrified. All right, so this is where, in, in phase two, the storming phase, this is where you really need some coaching. Yeah. This is where I really hope a lot of our stuff... Mm-hmm. comes into play. Again, we talk about training and that sort of thing in ours, but I also hope that some of the coaching comes from us, some of the advice and coaching you're going to get from other people, which I'm going to kind of classify as different than mentoring. I'll talk about that in a minute. More coaching, like you can do this. More encouragement, more right. I understand that this is happening to you. Here's how you get through it kind of phase. Kind of like saying, I, I, I don't know how to do this job and I'm afraid I'm going to really suck at it. And then somebody says, so what? Get good at it. Yeah. I didn't realize. I mean, I, mean, I took. Who cares I, if you can't do it now? I'll use some Just of my favorite good. examples. I got taken advantage of from my recruiter or my company. Yeah. Or this facility misled me on floating or so, you know, something in the interview. Right. Um, I'm going to be smarter. Maybe right. I got convinced to take a different shift or something yeah. different between the time I accepted the job and I got there right. because I'm new and I'm a newbie and I'm green. And, and I'm going to get smarter. This is where I'm telling you there are some necessary pains you're going to experience. Well, yeah. you, know, I, you know my phrase, painful, necessary process. Yeah. I used to put it in quotes up there. I, I talked about it all throughout training for a recruiter. All the time. It's the same thing applies here. Guys and gals, you are going to go through some painful things, but I'm telling you, mm-hmm. like I've said on many little snippets and stuff, it's like, it's not, it's the, you know, it's the phrase you just of, can't avoid it. it's that which doesn't kill me makes me stronger kind of yeah. mentality. You, if you go through this stuff and you learn, right. this is why it's called a learning curve. <laughs> 
it becomes that, okay, that was painful, mm-hmm. but it was necessary because I've gotten really smart now. I'm not going to let that happen to me anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And there's so many well, instances in travel that that comes into play. I think that there are personality types that are afraid of making mistakes, and the more afraid you are of making a mistake, the more you tend to resist this kind of stuff, and, and you're afraid you're not going to be good at it or you're going to screw something up. And I think that's why it helps to have kind of a coach that's there saying, you got this. Don't worry well, about it. You are going to make a mistake, and it's okay. I'm not going to yell at you. Just keep going. Here's the thing that's the biggest part about this phase, and that is that this is the phase in all, no matter what you're learning, mm-hmm. that most people stop. It is, yeah. This is where I tell, this is where recruiters fail, yeah. right? This is where travelers go. I mean, how many times have you seen it in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so? Or you haven't been doing it long, but as long as you've been doing it, that people go, my first experience was terrible, and I, I almost quit. No, I did quit, or yeah. I'm done. I tried right. that. I mean, I, we've, you know, or maybe I had one or two experiences, and I'm thinking about putting my big toe back in. But man, I had a really bad taste in my yeah. mouth because I didn't. I, I may had some made some mistakes when right. whether it was be on your fault or someone else's fault, and I'm going again with the agency. They're and not even clinically. Like maybe you just had an awful housing well, experience. Well, that's typically something. what it is. It's typically it is. most of it. To be honest it with you, is that I went with the wrong company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, that's there's yeah, reasons I, I behind that. Screwed it. on my housing, or you know. Well, no, I've seen more more horror stories where I started an assignment and it didn't even happen, or I got right. there and it, you know they didn't they didn't know I was coming, which I've yeah. seen a lot I, recently. I have too, yeah. I've seen a lot of the lately where my the agencies book somebody and the hospital said that agency doesn't even have a contract with us. Have you seen that? No. Yeah. Okay, wait, back up. Like a travelers out the, between the company and the vendor. Yeah, or, the, or facility, whichever. Yeah. Oh my God! Really? I've seen that. How can you even? See I don't know. Like it's, and they were big companies where I, I think they're they lost maybe their contract and the crew didn't know or somebody didn't oh, know. And next thing you know, the, they went to the orientation. And they're like, "Yeah, you guys aren't part of our system anymore." And I was oh like, "How does that happen?" But anyway, I don't want to get off on a total tangent. I don't want to scare you either. <laughs> no, um, but I, I mean that's amazing to me. Yeah. But this is where you know again it's it's kind of make or break. It Playing is. guitar, by the way, I can't tell you many people out there listening. Have you ever learned how to try to learn how to play guitar? No. Okay. The, most people not the flute. There's a ton. Oh, jeez. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton of there's a ton of people. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking, and I really appreciate that about you. <laughs> so does everybody out there. <laughs> no, it would have been better if I had said the clarinet. Oh, I thought it was a flute. <laughs> it was a clarinet. No, it was a flute. Okay. It would have been funnier. I mean, visually. No, pretty much the flute was funny because that's exactly what I think the instrument was. Anyway. Sorry, you guys. I have to go back to my... I know that was juvenile. I never get past second chair. I just got sick of it. Okay. Well, what I was getting at was with guitar is a great example of anyone that's out there has tried. Very few people get past this phase with that instrument. It is frustrating. It looks like, oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to be Dan, you know, freaking Fogelberg. No one listens to Dan Fogelberg. Let's listen to this. Whoever it's going to be. Let me finish my thought. But it doesn't. You don't get past that. And the same thing with traveling is that you could have a bad experience, or this could be harder than you think it is, and you quit. And I want people to understand: if you push through this phase, mm-hmm. rewards are coming. You just gotta say, "All right, I don't care how your bad your school of hard knocks was. If you can get through this phase and push through this phase, get help getting this phase, good things are coming." They are. Okay, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I haven't seen you, and we've uh, we've been off. And uh, I've been trying to tell you this funny little story that... Um, uh, is it little? It is little. Just, 
my I found out that my eight-year-old grandson is taking guitar lessons from a guy that works with my other daughter's boyfriend. Wait, whoa. I, I was getting there, and then you <laughs> took like three steps toward the end there. Okay. So Sydney's boyfriend has a job. One yep. of his coworkers is teaching my Eight years old is a little early. I know. I, thought, I was like, why are you doing this? And he's like... Mimi, I love it. I want to learn. Okay. Hey, man, that's how some of these people that become know, like that ridiculously so good start that early. I thought, oh, good for you, buddy. Goes once a week to his guitar lesson. I love it. They well, have a, does he yeah, have one of the smaller guitars you know what, that yeah. fit his hands? That's he awesome. Also, this is what he also said to me because, you know, he's also a little sports player, but there's been issues with that for all reasons we can all wonder, figure out. And he finally said to me, well, I decided that they couldn't cancel it on me. Guitar. They couldn't take that is one good thing about. Him. We got to get back to our episode. But one good thing. One of the things a guy told me when I first started learning guitar is that yeah. it, once you learn it and you have one, yeah, it's free and it never goes away. It's right. always sitting there or there or over there right. or there or over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, pick up that one. You know, he could join a. He would join a basketball team, and the next thing you know, he right. canceled and all that stuff. Okay. So. All right. So that is the 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 second phase. It's Isn't a tough that phase. Cool Eight. Yes, it, it is, is cool. It but is I wanted cool. to move on to actually the he podcast. Wants me to shout out. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really what I was trying to say. I just shut up. I just want you to, I have to always keep you pulled in because always you go off in these stories that turn 10 minutes. I'm going, what the hell does that have to do with our look like stories? They do? You've said all the feedback you've gotten? Yeah. <laughs> they do. Like stories. They like your stories. No, too. I don't have any stories to tell. You just all told right. a story. Let's move on to um, the next phase quadrant three. Yeah. Norming phase. This is when things start getting kind of good. You start feeling like you're figuring it out. Well, here, this is the way I explain this one. I don't know. I, I don't know. You don't know what you know. In other words, let me say that better. There are, you know more than you realize. Yeah, that's You start right. to get, well, that's why, but I want to keep it the same language. Sure. I said, you don't know what you don't know. You, you, you now know what you don't know. And the phase three is, I don't know what I know, which means there's, I know more than I think I do. Right, yeah. Does that make sense, everybody? Yeah. So this is where you're like going, things start coming naturally to you, mm -hmm. right? All of a sudden, you're on your third contract, potentially, as a traveler, and some company throws something at you like, uh-uh, I know this. And all of a sudden, you, you negotiate something, which I hate the fact that you have to negotiate sometimes in our you business. I don't like companies that do that. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, you, you got a good deal. Or you're able to compare two companies offer on the exact same facility, and you're able to do that by being a travel insider's trained traveler. And whatever that case may be, and also you're like, wow, you know what? I just I just talk circles around that recruiter financially, <laughs> whether it was about you know my taxable income, my non-taxable, my overtime, you name it, my hours, whatever it is. I just I know more than that recruiter did, or I know more than whatever, and I just realize I know more about this than I thought I did. And you're on your way to normalizing this learning curve. So I I talked to a, one of my longtime travelers on Friday. Yep. And uh, she, I, I, you've heard me talk about her before. She started on a med search floor and has made her way now um, because of some crisis stuff she's been taking. She has now gotten about six months worth of ICU experience. Right. And I always think of her when we talk about this mm -hmm. because she is never afraid to take, to go into each of these stages. And I think that's why she has such a wide breadth of experience. Yeah. Because she's not afraid to not know how to do it. She's not afraid to ask and figure it out. Right. And and she's not afraid to try, which is kind of where I think, you know. A lot of people fail. Right. Before they or even get started. they're just afraid to try. Yeah, they don't ever even start. And I mean, you know, some, to, just the thought of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I know enough that I can go into the ICU. Right. 
but I don't know it all, but no. I know enough that I can do it. No, I mean, again, it's, it's, that, it's that realization, no matter what we're talking about here, and again, I'm mm-hmm. trying to talk about traveling, which you are too, yeah. that you start to realize, I'm, I kind of got this. Right. I, I have more to do. I recognize that. Yep. But I'm in a normal, it's called, you know, it's the normings phase you know, right. where I'm normalizing this. And this is starting to become a little bit second nature to me. Right. It's much like your job as either, you know, a, a respiratory therapist or a nurse, you name it, or an ultrasound tech. You're, you, you, there's a point in your career where you're like, I kind of got this. It's becoming some bit second nature. Right. I remember back then, all of you guys, where things were like, I know how to do this. I know how to do this. And there's so much for these people that have to learn and know. Mm-hmm. This is part of that. Again, I've always said, I'm, I believe that learning how to be a traveler is incredibly important, and so many people just just jump in and do it. And again, here's an example from the recruiter side, and I used to tell people this too. Um, when you first start, you're like, "Don't answer, don't answer," because this was when you we said were this before. Don't answer, don't answer, don't answer, because you just want to get your voicemail down right. And then you're so tired of leaving voicemails that you're finally like, "Okay, pick up, pick up, pick up." No matter how scared you are to even be able to talk about it and right. answer all of the questions, and then there's finally a day where you do pick up, somebody picks up, and you have a great conversation with them, and you get off the phone, and you're like, oh my God, I've yeah. got this. I can well, do this. Well, you've said that story a couple times before, but that, I like the last part, because I don't think you really talked about that, and that is that you and I used to talk privately about, oh, this this guy, he's yeah. close to having one of those phone calls. Where, right. And what I used to say is when a traveler says to you, that was a completely different call than I've had with anybody else. Right. I used to say, you got it now yep. because we were very and always still are talking about transparency, yeah. educating the traveler. When a traveler was like, "Wow, that was different," I'm like, "Yes!" Right. Finally, our agency makes a difference, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so I appreciate that little thing that we do to get us off that tangent. But it, again, it's also Why is about it a tangent. No, I just because I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about our company and that sort of thing. I want to talk about the traveler. And there is a point where a traveler is like, "Yes, you do get more." out of being a traveler and you're starting to you're starting to get it figured out but again i want you to recognize that you have more to learn this is where i want to talk about mentoring a little bit okay a little different than an attaboy at a girl you can do it this is where you're actually seeking out the advice of someone that knows more than you do about traveling mm-hmm. whether it be you know listening to crap like this mm-hmm. listening to crap on facebook listening to crap someone tells you but eventually the, the crap falls through and i'm telling you there are people that have been doing this longer and have had those painful and necessary experiences that you, they're trying to help you from not having them. Yeah. And that's the point. If you want to get through this faster, your whole goal is really to eliminate as many painful processes and have the necessary become something you learn without having to go through it. Right. Which is, again, this was the whole foundation for why we created what were, you know, Travel Insiders. Right. We created a podcast and then we decided that it was very popular and we wanted to do a YouTube channel with this exact same thing. And our thought, again, was this could help people get through the learning curve. I mean, if you really want to sum up what Travel Insiders is, it's this episode. It's can we help people get through this to a normal phase where they really have gotten that process. They don't, you know, they walk in, their eyes are a little, you know, more wide open. Right. They go through the second phase, which means that they they understand tough things are coming. But if we can eliminate most of those or a lot of those, they won't have the tendency to peel out and quit. Yeah. They'll have a tendency to get through that tough phase to now this phase, which is, again, I, I do know more than I think I do. Right. How much further do I want? How much more do I want to know? And I want people to keep striving to go back to that well and learn more and more from us. Because I really think when you get to this phase, you should go back and, and listen to some of those episodes, especially the financial ones, potentially, that can help yeah. your game go higher. Yeah. Or maybe you got all those down. And maybe you need to start listening to some of the other episodes that are more on the humanistic side that yeah. help you become a happier traveler because you yeah. got the financials, whatever it is. Right. 
the normalizing phase or the norming phase means I, I'm starting to get this. How far do I want to take this to the next level? Yeah. Which the next level is quadrant four. I did change the name of this from performing to, I call it proforming, it's mm-hmm. pre, you know, it's, which is not a word, by the way. No. It's the proforming phase, which means you are you, you, you know what you know. Yep. That's, that's the, the term on this one. In other words, again, if, some of a, if a traveler were to call me directly mm-hmm. and ask me a question, as long as it's not a very specific high-end tax question, medical question, insurance yeah. question, but a general question about traveling, yeah. there is very little that I can't answer. No. Now, it has yeah. a lot to do with the fact that I've taken 21 years to this point going through this learning curve. I still learn something new every single day. Sure. I really do, yeah. especially on those, some of those aspects because I'm at a point where I, I know all this. Yeah. I'm not being cocky or being arrogant. I mean, I, my God, if I don't, then something's really wrong with me, right? Uh-huh. When it comes to like recruiting. Yeah. So if I can't do that well, but I still have more I want to go, which means I'm going into the proforming phase. I know what I don't know. Now what you really need is, is a cheerleader behind you. Right. I thought I'd use that term to help to go into your world. You understand all this. You are excellent at being a traveler. You are one of, like you mentioned, you keep mentioning a couple of your travelers who I know Mm -hmm. who have not only been listening to us, but work for us, have worked for us, get that daily information from us, which is 10 times what you get from listening to a podcast, right? They're at that point where there's really nothing. And we've mentioned it before on previous podcasts. They've been in orientation. They've educated other people and be like, what company are you working for? How do you know all this stuff? Why do you ask these questions? So they, they are at a point now where what we need is keep going. We're right. cheerleading those people on to say, keep driving further. Maybe they yeah. can teach us something. How many times do I tell a recruiter that it should be a point in your recruiting where you're actually teaching me something I didn't know or keeping yeah. me in the loop because I don't talk to a lot of travelers anymore on a mm-hmm. one-on-one basis. Not as many as I'd like to, certainly. Mm-hmm. So especially back when I was training a lot of recruiters, I was barely talking to travelers. So right. it was, what do you need from me? And so, in other words, what I'm going to ask people that are out there that are at that phase in their travel careers, what do you need from us? Yep. What can we do as in Travel Insiders to help take it to an even next level? Now, yeah, I, so like, subscribe, hit the bell, and comment. Thank you for that. I, that's a good, good reminder. Or in Travel Insiders on Facebook, you could do it there. Right. I feel like what we have coming in the last you know, last half of our of this series is, is more of that stuff. And again, there's a reason why we didn't throw a lot of it at the beginning we got some real fine-tuning stuff coming up, which I think can help people take the next level. We also have some basic stuff coming, yeah. which we have, we purposely left out so we could come come back and keep you know mm-hmm. new people interested, you name it, or people that are just tuning in. A lot of people don't go back, and I wish they would. Yeah. You know, they, they just pick up to with right now, which means you're getting this. Mm-hmm. But if you don't start from the very beginning, you're going to, well, you're not going to understand this as much right. because we talk now assuming people have listened to everything that we've done, and yeah. that's not necessarily the case. So I'll tell people again, if you haven't gone back to the beginning, okay. If you like this, I'm telling you, and, and I wouldn't keep listening to these new ones, I'd go back and start from the very beginning and mm-hmm. work your way up because I think yeah. you're going to get more of what we're talking about as you, as you move forward in this. It'll be more meaningful. But it's really about the future. Phase four proforming is about where, where do I want to take this? Where do I want to go with this? Do I want to not travel anymore? I mean, how many times have we had people say that they would, um, they're almost interested in becoming a recruiter or becoming part of what you know, we're doing because it's like I, I feel like I can benefit the rest of the travel community. Yeah. What's up, big guy? The G-Man just came down to make his, pres- make his presence known. <laughs> so that's kind of where we're going. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's a fun phase. This is the phase, honestly, of your travel career. Let's go back and recap a little bit on some of these things. Okay. The very beginning, you don't know what you're doing. The chances of you scoring a big, crazy assignment and you loving it all is slim. Phase yeah. two, you get you have good assignments, you have bad assignments. I'm talking about my, you know, monetarily or sure. location. Yeah. Phase three, you're starting to figure out what you want, and more often than not, you're getting what you want. By the time you're in phase four, you you know exactly where you want to go. You know exactly the kind of money that justifies it. You know exactly how to do it, and everything that you're doing is right in tune with what you what you're looking for and you yeah. have it figured out so you don't get you don't make mistakes very often bless right. you pal a lot right? less opportunity costs i would certainly time. hope right yeah. and you know that's it so the last thing i want to kind of talk about is okay. i will tell you that when you're becoming a traveler it's not just one giant learning curve and i don't mean no. to blow everyone's mind right but the fact is no. is that you're talking about a learning curve in almost every aspect of being a traveler right. there is a learning curve for the financial there is a learning curve for how housing. to work with agencies there's a learning curve for housing i mean yeah. almost every episode that we've done there's a learning curve on mm -hmm. it and that is why duh we actually made those episodes to try <laughs> to get people to i mean that's what we, you and i weren't thinking specifically but we kind of were we were yeah. Everything we talked about and everything that we're going to talk about, we felt was a little avenue, a little area that was important to becoming a phenomenal, an excellent, an outstanding, happy, wonderful traveler. Right. And, and so to that's... Get you to, and to get you to quadrant four faster. Well, again, there are people that don't like the number stuff. Yeah. I'm going to say, listen to the number stuff. People yeah. that don't like the, the emotional stuff, you know, whatever. I say emotional, you know what I'm talking about. The girly and I'm, stuff. But it's not necessarily girly stuff, but the more of the touchy-feely, the stuff that's... that's okay. <laughs> Listen to that stuff. I'm telling you. And if coming from a guy who doesn't like touchy-feely stuff, that I did the episodes because they're important. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, I don't care if it's about making friends on the road. Yeah. I don't care if it's about, you know... Having the guts to go out to dinner by yourself. Yeah, or, or about... I really... I mean, they're, listen, you're going to shy away from things I would think that make you uncomfortable, right? We all do. If you had... If you were a traveler, I'm telling you, you'd be like, all right, I got to listen to this one about... <laughs> Recharacterization of wages, yeah, right? Or, or I've got to go times. talk about, you know, tax advantage. Wait, or... how do I? What's in between hours? <laughs> right. And you'd force yourself. But I know you would, would because yeah. you'd say you know that you got to get through that. And you would also know that the more you knew about that, mm -hmm. the less chance you have to make a mistake. Which, unfortunately, in our industry, making a mistake as a traveler can can usually hurt you financially. Yeah. Oftentimes hurts your your psyche and your ego and you, your psyche and your ego and you don't want to do this anymore, which yeah. is also what we're trying to avoid. Yeah. I want people to stay in the travel industry. I think mm -hmm. it's better. I want them to make a hell of a lot more money. Yeah. I think it's going to help change the industry. It's going to help change healthcare cuz as you said, I got a lot of salt in this salt and pepper beard. One of these young travelers listening to me is going to be taking care of my old ass someday, and I want them to really enjoy it and I want more people to be able to around to do that because I think why are you looking at that? <laughs> You want them to enjoy taking care of you? I want them to still be traveling because this industry okay. is, is riddled with, with folks that, that get burned out because yeah. of all the things we've talked about in this thing. Yep. They get screwed over. Our audience typically are, is the target for the ones that have stand to lose the most every time something goes wrong. Right. Because agencies cover, we cover our ass. Hospitals definitely cover their ass. Vendors don't have an ass in the game. And that, so it all falls on the ass of the, of the traveler, typically. And I hate that about our industry. And I'm just being honest. This is one of those things that people don't like hearing. But I'm telling you, you guys need to hear this. Yeah. You guys have everything at stake. You're the ones that are driving across the country. You're the ones that won't have a job next week if you're misled by a company or by an agency or by a vendor or by a, a hospital. It's your ass. 
So the learning curve is incredibly important to you, and you got to take it seriously and say, okay. So the reason I want to do this episode is really to give you some expectation of what to look at. Mm-hmm. Try to figure out where you are. Yeah. The last thing I will say is most people put themselves at that point further ahead on the learning curve yeah, than where they than think they really that they are. are. Mm-hmm. We've done that. We've done that before. Yeah. You know, I used to talk about being a CEO, and I'm, I'll tell you, I used to point. I said, everyone thinks I'm down here. I'm, no way, man. If I'm down there, I mean, I'm about ready to retire. And I'm not anywhere near ready to retire. So there's lots more to do and lots more to say, right? So anyway, I hope this was helpful today. I hope you guys got the gist of it. I wanted to throw this one in there because I think it was an important one. It's part of our training. It's part of who I am. It's just, it's one of those things we threw in the the Mark Holloway training ones. And this is one of those. So it's helpful. And now there's a gaggle of dogs. So So guys, we appreciate it as always. And we will talk to you next week, next time on Travel Insiders. Bye.